Hello, my name is Leah, and welcome to Mythological Mayhem, the show about just all mythology and mytho-history in general. In the first of many excuses to rant about my hobby, I will be talking about a wide range of things. Shall we get into the mayhem? Welcome to the first part of the show, gods, both popular and unknown. Now, the thing to note is that there are many, many, many gods. And there are more unknown ones that I'm probably going to talk about. However, I needed information and a lot of those gods or goddesses or celestial beings with no gender or many genders have maybe a mention in an epic or something like that. So, let's talk about the popular ones, or rather known ones first. Now, I would talk about Greece, but I'm saving it for a different episode, because you all know who it is! If you don't, you don't know mythology, because we all know. <laughs> um, so Egyptian is technically the first one on this list, since I refuse to talk about Greece. And of course, it's the sun god Ra. You may know him because of his eye that got cut off. His dethronement, which was because he was old. Or, to be honest, really most myths from the time. Like, everything. Even in small ones, he still played a role because there was a sun. He was also the head god because of the sun thing, and was in turn the first pharaoh of Egypt. Big status. Big boy status. <laughs> Ra also played the most major of major roles in keeping the Chaos Snake Apophis at bay. To which he did by keeping Apophis weak, by fighting him off every night during his nightly journey into the underworld, which is what the Egyptians thought the sun cycle was. Which we now know is just Orbit. It was actually a really interesting myth, which I'm actually going to get into a little later. And as our last popular boy, we have a guy from Norse mythology, because, yeah, I included Norse on this list. Um, so, while writing the script, I was thinking, oh, it's probably Thor or Odin or, like, one of those two, maybe Freya. No, it's Loki, as I, <laughs> he's gotten so popular over the last few years, it's, it's him. Or her? Maybe them? Okay, my point is that Loki is gender non-conforming, meaning his gender can change. Now, it's just known that- now it's just known as being gender fluid. Gender non-conforming was what they called it a while back. So, for the sake of clarity, I'm gonna be calling Loki a he, but it's really up to you. As he has, for one thing, this is, it's so crazy. There's so many myths, and I'm kind of angry at Marvel. Um, he has four kids, one of which he birthed, yes, birthed himself, which is a horse, an eight-legged horse, called Sleepnir, who I keep wanting to call Sleepblathnir, which is a collapsible boat. Don't ask me how I pronounce Norse, Norse names, it's weird. Um, but... And then Marvel said, we're going to make him this pretty boy, which I think it's Tom Hiddleston. I don't watch Marvel movies. Um, 
I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's one of the big inconsistencies. Also, Loki has red hair, and I is less of an evil, maniacal supervillain, and more of just a prankster who sometimes kills things. Anyways, he's a part of the Iser with giant roots, alongside being blood brothers with Odin. Okay, so another thing Marvel got wrong. He is not the son of Odin and Thor's adopted brother. Thor is indeed the son of Odin. Loki is Odin's blood brother. Which is where you cut open your wrist and drop a- Each person cuts open their wrist, drops a drop of blood into the other person's wrist, and boom, you're blood brothers. That's how it worked. Anyways, Loki's also renowned for his shape-shifting, which is how he sometimes becomes- female creatures um he's also murdered another god or rather isaac we'll we'll get into that in a little bit in a little bit so now that we've told the tale of the popular peeps let's hit the less popular slash unknown ones and again, the least known god depends on your knowledge of that specific mythology. So you could know people from here, or gods from here. If you read Percy Jackson, you probably do, as, as these ones are featured there. But they're not as known if you're saying, hey, who's this god? Kind of thing. Anyways, in this section, we are talking about Greece. So, it's Phobos and Deimos. And if you heard the word phobia, that's what phobos is. Phobos is the word that phobia is derived from, and his name means fear, while Deimos' name means terror. They're both sons of Ares and Aphrodite during one of Aphrodite's many affairs from her husband Hephaestus. Yeah, I don't... Aphrodite, stop being such a slut. (laughs) So that's why I have to say that. Um... And, well, they both help Ares during wars to cause more fear and terror around the battlefield, along with Ares, the goddess of discord. And the secondary reason the Trojan War happened, or rather, the inciting incident. If you've read the Trojan War, or, or Iliad, or just know about it, you'll know what I mean. Anyways, for the Egyptian side, it would be Bobby. Now, you'd think Bobby is spelled B-A-B-Y or like babe or something. No, it's B-A-B-I and some people have pronounced it Bobby, not Babby. So Babby is a baboon god and considered to be the god of the underworld. Or rather a god because there's like six of them. The reasoning behind this is because the ancient Egyptians thought that baboons were dead so Bobby was an underworld deity. He also helped out by devouring the souls of the sinful, or rather, the evil, um, after they are weighed against Matt, the basic thing of good in the entirety of the Egyptian pantheons and universe. He also lived off of human entrails! So he's a very friendly guy. You have no idea what I went through while looking through looking through Wikipedia articles and stuff, trying to figure out some things. And all of the statues had his penis out. 
No. No, 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 no. That wasn't fun. Uh, anyways. Norse mythology's probably, probably least known god would be Baldur. Hey, look at that. It's Baldur. You remember him? I didn't talk about him directly, but he's here. Uh, people know his story, but not the god for himself for the most part. So let's get into some background about that. Baldur was a child of Odin and Frigg. Uh, and Frigg saw her son was to die eventually. So she made everything in the Nine Realms there a swear an oath, or rather a personal promise, to never harm him. Except for little Mistletoe, because it was so young and just new. It's like, oh, he, he can't hurt anyone. Not at all. So, when the Aizer found that out, they chucked all of their weapons and everything in the entirety of the Nine Realms at him. Without a scratch. So that's kind of cool. That's that's a baller party trick. Just like chuck down snake venom. <laughs> or stab a sword at you. It just bounces right off. Um, well, that was all fun and good until Loki found out about the mistletoe being able to hurt him. You know what's coming next. This is why Loki... This is what happens. So Loki made a spear out of mistletoe and gave it to Baldur's blind twin brother. Who threw it. And killed Baldur. No one judged the twin brother. I don't know his name. No one judged him. They all judged Loki and said, "We're gonna kill. We're gonna tie you to a rock and put a snake over your eyes that's constantly dripping venom." On that cheerful note, let's move on. Welcome to the second part of the show. This part is idiotic myths about idiotic people. And as the name suggests, this is for the known and unknown myths. Once again, if you probably actually might know most of these popular ones, because they've been retold so many times, but you might not know the unknown ones, and it really depends on how much you know about that specific mythology. Just letting you know that again. But let's start with the popular boys. So, for Greece, there's two of them. There's probably going to be two of them for a lot of these. But it's Pandora's Box and the story of Medusa. Pandora's Box, or more accurately, Pandora's Jar, slash Pandora's Pythos, the Greek word for jar, or ancient Greek word, is the telling of why humans are mortal and why sickness, quote-unquote, plagues us. So, basically, it's Zeus makes a makes Pandora the first woman the first <laughs> first woman to spite Prometheus and we might talk about him later but he's still fire um and gives her plus a jar to Epimetheus brother of Prometheus and titan of hindsight take that into account before we keep going and specifically tells the, the newlywed couple do not open the jar ever well he put curiosity in pandora so she gets too curious and just opens the jar releasing quote all evils upon the world end quote those disasters were quote again hatred war death hunger sickness and all of the disasters end quote were immediately released um so that's the Greek reason of why we're mortal and why we'll never be perfect and why hunger is terrible. Um, so let's move on to the second one. 
Second one. Medusa, the version, quickly the version written by Ovid. I don't agree with this version. I don't like this version. Is a myth where Medusa was a priestess in the Temple of Athena, who was so beautiful that she was sexually assaulted by Poseidon. Oh, gods. Mm. And because it was a temple of Athena, the goddess turned her into an ugly monster with petrification powers and snake hair. Because she was assaulted. Perseus later killed her. But like, oh my god, Athena, I know you're just trying to protect her, but like... You could have just said, okay, we're taking you to Olympus. Or no, 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 probably not Olympus. It's like a sacred island that Poseidon can never touch. And oh my goodness, why? Why, why, why? Ovid. Anyways. I'm not going to get into in-depth with Egypt, but it's the journey of Ra and Isis and Osiris. The journey of Ra is Ra's nightly journey through, uh, through the underworld with each hour having a different threat. And Isis and Osiris is the story of how Osiris became the god of a dead, which basically boils down to Set saying, hey, whoever can fit in this coffin gets to keep it. Or sarcophagus gets to keep it. And Osiris, probably really drunk, was like, okay, I'll sit in it. And then died. And then, yeah. Um... Like said, I don't feel like talking about those, because I do not like them. Um, moving on. Norse's most, pop most popular myths would be Ragnarok, not the movie, and Sif's golden hair. Ragnarok was the myth of how the world would end, or worlds with the nets, with everyone except with the exception of two humans being killed in Baldur. Oh, there's our special boy being resurrected i will say this i'm just making the connection i have nothing against christianity it kind of sounds like the bible in that one flood that happened hmm wonder if christianization got that one first hmm i just want to learn my myths christianization please stop <laughs> anyways Sif's golden hair is the myth of when loki cut off all of Sif's beautiful hair that's the representation of fertility and grain and was forced to get some dwarves to make a new rig, under threat of being murdered by Thor if he didn't get the job done. Also called Loki's Wager. Because if he he bet the dwarves that if they could make three beautiful things more, more amazing than the hair and the other thing in the ring, they could cut his head off. And so he cheated, and he said, and he almost got his head cut off, and he's like, But I never said you could have my neck! And then got away with it, except for the fact that the dwarf sewed his mouth shut for an entire day. Just imagine that all on, um, I can't remember the name. Um, just imagine that. That's, that'd be funny. Anyways. Unknown Myths Time. Again, like stated, I think this is the third time now. You may know some of these, as it, again, genuinely depends on the amount you know about the mythology in question. And I would really recommend, if you haven't heard some of these myths, go and look them up, because they're really, really interesting. Anyways, starting with Norse this time, we're going in backwards order, because I am bored. 
Uh, the myth of Utgard Loki would be one of the most obscure. Uh, first of all, Utgard Loki and Loki aren't the same pe- aren't the same person. Utgard Loki is a giant, and Loki is not. I mean, kinda. Uh, Utgard Loki means Loki of the Outlands. So, just gonna put that out there. If I say Utgard Loki, different from regular Loki. So Thor and regular Loki are heading to go and visit the visit the illusionist giant. Utgard Loki. Again, not to be confused with regular Loki, because I don't feel like saying, because I've said it multiple times. Uh, they then get a family, because they got hungry, to serve them dinner. And take both of their kids, because one of them, the Alpha, I on my script, I have the Norse version, or like the old Scandinavian version of the word the Alfie. I can read it. <laughs> Anyways, the Alfie broke a goat bone, which means one of Thor's goats had a limp because they didn't have enough meat. So Thor was like, I'm going to slaughter my goats, just like, I'm going to slaughter one of my goats to eat. Just don't break any of the bones. But the Alfie wanted tasty bone marrow, which is literally just blood-producing goop. I don't know. Um, after a run-in with a giant named Skirmer and a sleepless night... The gang makes it to Utgard Loki's castle and has to face, like, a lot of challenges. Um, the Alfi has to do a race against the embodiment, uh, the embodiment of thought. Loki has to eat, has to do an eating competition with a guy named Logi, not to be confused with Utgard Loki or regular Loki. Logi means fire. And then Thor had to, one, try and drink out of this cup that was connected to the oceans he failed all three of them failed uh but thor failed and kind of drained the sea level um he had to fight an old lady which was the embodiment of death itself and the fact that he um, didn't immediately just get thrown to the ground was surprising and the third challenge was he had to this is, I'm gonna do the voice for it. <clears throat> As a final challenge, I will let you try and pick up my cat. Yeah, he couldn't pick up the cat. He, you know, the cat when they like try and say no, I don't want to be lifted. They just go liquid. Like they just keep stretching, and you don't know why they keep stretching. Yeah, but that to the extreme because the cat was Jormungandr, the Midgard serpent, also known as one of Loki's kids. Anyways, they all lost. But the giant allowed them to stay and have a party. They leave after learning the truth of their tests and being tricked. That's a happy ending. That's nice. Now for my favorite one. <clears throat> the Egyptian myth of Sekhmet is very, very unknown. Oh, I love this one. Uh, the story goes that Ra is upset that humanity isn't worshipping him as much. And he's kind of pissed. So he goes and asks his dad, who's a sky god, what to do, and is told to take out his eye. Hey, it's the myth of Ra's eye. While sitting on his throne, when Ra does this, his eye turns into a terrifying lion goddess named Sekhmet with a thirst for blood. On Ra's command, she then goes and starts killing humanity and drinking the blood of the dead. So, that's not good. Like, all of humanity is just dying. Um, so... Because of that, they don't want their power to decrease. 
The gods make a plan to stop her, which is to make a concoction out of 90% alcohol slash booze and 10% blood. To make Sekhmet just chug it all and have a hangover. So Sekhmet falls for their tricks and drinks the entire thing. Which means she completely blacked out. And Ra took some of her essence and fashioned it in fast. The cat goddess. And his current... Champion? Yeah. For Greece, the myth would be Sisyphus captures death. Slash Thanatos. No, Marvel fans, it's not Thanos, it's Thanatos. <laughs> to put it simply, Sisyphus keeps killing his guests, which is something you should never, ever, ever, ever do in ancient Greece. Because if there's one big thing, it's no cannibalism. If there's a second big thing that you don't want to anger the god who I refuse to name, it's don't kill your guests because that same god is also the god of housekeeping housewarming guests being a nice person which is surprising based on how many affairs and sexual assaults he's done anyways uh thanatos slash death was sent by hades to take care of him but sisyphus said no and trapped him in a trunk for over a month when when he got out sisyphus convinced and also killed sisyphus and brought him down to the dead to the underworld sisyphus convinced persephone to let him go back and haunt his wife who he had told, hey, if I die, throw my body out into the road and do not do any of the funeral positions. And so when Persephone saw this and he said, but can I go back and haunt my wife until she does the proper stuff with my body? He said, she said, yeah, sure. And so he flew right back up, hopped in his body and continued like normal until he died of old age because Thanatos didn't want to deal with that again. You wouldn't either if you got trapped in a trunk for a few months because some guy oogled at your chains for too long. <laughs> Alrighty, that's the end of today's show. I hope everyone enjoyed the gods and myths we took a look at. If you want to support me, feel free to share this podcast with some friends or online. If you have any questions, there's an email in the show notes below that you can use to ask questions or suggest topics because I might go deeper into a myth. There's also all of my resources that I've used. And thank you to OSP for actually making Overly Sarcastic Productions for making a lot of these videos for a lot of the videos I used because those helped a lot. I did use other resources with that, but those are some of the big ones for some of the myths. Um, you can find me on Fandom and Discord. And this has been Leah from Mytho Mayhem. And I'll hopefully see you next time. Goodbye! Goodbye!